If you're going through a hard time right now, you may be wondering if God is punishing you. Well, I have good news for you. God is not mad at you. He loves you. You may be deserving of punishment. Maybe you've made wrong choices, done some bad things, but I tell you what, our God is known not only for his love, and he does love you, my friend, but also he's known for his mercy and grace. Now, grace is receiving things that we don't deserve, getting favor and blessings from God that we didn't earn and we don't deserve. Mercy, on the other hand, is not getting what we do deserve. And our God is a God of mercy. What I've learned through my struggles is that God often allows hardship as a form of discipline. In fact, God disciplines me for my good. Today, we're going to be looking at Hebrews chapter 12. We're going to look at what it says specifically about enduring hardship as discipline, and we're going to find three reasons why discipline and punishment are not the same thing. God's discipline is not about punishment. Welcome to the Believe and Speak podcast. I'm Shauna Marie Bryant, and I post a new episode every Wednesday. I invite you to subscribe and also click the bell so that you receive a notification every Wednesday when a new episode goes up. I am all about encouraging you with hope from scripture. I believe there's power in the tongue, and that's why I give you a takeaway phrase every week that you can declare because we can speak life over ourselves. And sometimes, especially when we're enduring hardship, it can turn everything around. And like I said, today we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 12. I'm going to be reading verses 7 through 11 from the New International Version. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as His children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the Father of spirits and live? They disciplined us for a little while as they thought best. But God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in His holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Now you may have heard right in Hebrews 12.10, it actually says in the text, God disciplines us for our good. And so I simply personalized that phrase so that it sounds like this, God disciplines me for my good. Will you say that with me? God disciplines me for my good. Okay, so I told you that I was gonna give you three reasons that God's discipline is not about punishment. And the first one is this, discipline is training we undergo. That's the definition that this scripture is talking about. Discipline is training. It's, it's guidelines. It's things that we do in order to achieve a certain end. 
For example, think of an athlete, an Olympian who's training for the Olympic Games. Their coach is going to have them on a very strict schedule. It's going to involve getting up at a certain time, a certain amount of hours of training, and then certainly their diet is going to be involved. They're under strict discipline in order to achieve a desired end, winning um, an Olympic gold, right? Well, discipline also can apply to spiritual disciplines. Someone who wakes up early, opens up the Word of God and spends time in prayer, someone that uh, learns and memorizes scripture, someone that knows like you do if you've been with me for a while that there is power of life and death on the tongue. And so what we say matters and we want to be declaring things like what I have you doing with me today. God disciplines me for my good. So that's the first point, my friend. Don't confuse discipline and punishment. God allows hardship as a form of discipline because he is training us, he's equipping us, he's preparing us for a desired outcome. Okay, so the second reason I want you to remember that discipline is not about punishment. If God is allowing hardship as a form of discipline, it's not about punishment. It's because of this, God's discipline targets our character. God is targeting our character with discipline. Again, the fear of punishment can tear us down, but building up, building up our character, that's what God is all about. Now, there is a saying that I don't like at all, and it's not because it isn't true. It is true, but I don't like it. God cares more about our character than our comfort. He really does. And that's why he's going to allow hardship because that sort of resistance, that sort of difficulty, all of those things, you know so many times when you come through on the other side, how much stronger you are. I mean, even with an athlete, we talked about an athlete's discipline. It's the, it's the lifting of the weights. It's the resistance in the weight training that tears apart the muscles that they then build up and then the athlete is stronger. So God is not wanting to tear you down by punishing you. He's wanting to target your character. He's wanting to build you up. And that's what his discipline is about. If we confuse discipline and punishment, then we're naturally going to think that anytime we're undergoing hardship, right? Anytime God allows that hardship into our life, then we're, we're going to think we've done something wrong. But doesn't that also mean then that bad things don't happen to good people? Well, I don't believe that. I don't think you believe that either. Bad things do happen to good people. In fact, I can't help but think of Joseph. He is such a wonderful example of that. In Genesis chapters 37 on through to into the early 40s, we hear a story about a man, a good man, who was honored and favored of God, and yet his brothers sold him into slavery. Then he, in slavery, was accused of a crime that he didn't commit and thrown into jail. For years, he suffered for things that he was absolutely not responsible for. And yet God used all of that hardship to target his character, to build a depth of character that he would have when he was put in a position of authority. And he was able to rule over Egypt at the time, over seven years of prosperity, followed by seven years of famine, and was able to say to his own brothers that it was for the saving of many lives that all of this happened to him. So Again, God uses discipline. He allows it as a form of hardship to target our character. Point number three is this. 
God's discipline produces a holy harvest. Hebrews 12, 11 says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, rather painful, but it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Remember, discipline is training that we undergo. Discipline is targeted at our character and it produces a holy harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. That's why God allows discipline, my friend. And that's why I want us to be able to declare, God disciplines me for my good. Will you say that with me again? God disciplines me for my good. Will your difficulties make you better or bitter? I tell you what, if we're enduring hardship, if we're going through things like Joseph did, right? And we're always saying, why? Why is this happening to me? I haven't done anything wrong. This isn't fair. Why? That might not produce a harvest of righteousness and peace, right? It's going to produce a harvest of bitterness and, and disgruntled no peace. But instead, if we ask, what? What am I supposed to learn from this, Lord? What is the desired outcome? Remember I said that discipline is training that we undergo and that God uses it to target our character and he wants it to produce a harvest of righteousness and peace. So if we look at that and we say, okay, I'm under discipline. Have I done something wrong? Is there any sin I need to confess? Is there anything that I need to repent of and turn away from? Then we may see that the discipline eases up. Maybe it was something God was using to get our attention to correct our path, so to speak, and bring us back to Him. But if the answer is no, like it was with Joseph, Joseph was doing everything right. He was pleasing God, but God put him through a very long process that was very painful and very challenging because he had a very high calling for him. There was something very important that God wanted him to do, and he never got bitter. He got better and better and better. And that's what I want for you, my friend. If you could say, God disciplines me for my good, take an assessment when you're under discipline and determine, is there something that you need to repent of so that maybe God will pull back his hand and say, okay, you're on the right track now. Or is it because he's building your character for something that's ahead of you and you don't know what it is yet? Then my friend, you just hang in there, endure that hardship as discipline, like it says in Hebrews 12, seven, and know that God is more concerned with your character than he is with your comfort, but he is also the God of all comfort and you'll get through it. Let's pray. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much. I have gone to these scriptures so many times when I'm running into brick walls, when I'm suffering in so many ways, when it seems like everything is going wrong and I say, Lord, what have I done? Is it me? Because if it is me, Lord, let me repent, let me change, let me fix it. And so God, I pray if there's anyone listening right now who is under the hand of your discipline and being challenged, Lord, there is something that I deserve punishment for. There is a wrong choice I've made that I need to make right, that, that you would be faithful to your promise. It says you will show them a way out, that you will help them, that your um, your conviction always comes with hope and not despair. And so I pray that for those listening, Father God, for hope. And for those who are being built up, Father, there is just some hardship that is constant 
and um, just there seems to be no end in sight. Father, that you would let them see what happened with Joseph and know, Father, that the same will happen for them, Lord, that you are building their character, that you are helping them and, and training them and equipping them for what lies ahead. And they will be so thankful when they go, ah, now I see. And Lord, I pray that that day would come. And, and if it doesn't come soon, Father, that you would provide all the joy and the strength and the peace that they need, that harvest that you you promised when we endure it for your glory. And in the name of your son, we ask these things. Amen. My friend, I truly hope that you are not enduring hardship right now. I've always heard that we're either in the middle of it, we've just come out of it, or we're heading into it. But another saying that I love is that if God has you in that fire, if he has you in that hard place for all the reasons that we discussed today, then don't try to get out of it because he'll just light another fire someone else. God cares about your character and he cares about you. So endure, my friend. Keep the faith and keep believing. And I hope that you'll keep watching as well. Again, I'm here to encourage you to give you what God gives me out of the scriptures. So if you haven't already, I hope that you'll subscribe and click the bell for notifications and tell a friend and engage with me in the comments. I would love to hear from you. Maybe if there's a hardship that you're going through, I can pray with you through it. And um, I just want to thank you and remind you that your tongue has power. Use it for good.